0: Hi, everybody. My name is Hafa Lombardino, and this is Translation Confessional. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling, I talked about translating books from Portuguese to English. I also mentioned book translations in episode 10, The Power of Word of Mouth, and episode 11, Literary Expressions. Today I wanted to dig a little deeper into translating non-fiction books. Personally, that's the kind of book that I consume more often. Maybe it's because of my journalistic background. Or maybe it's the current political climate, but I've been reading more and more about historical events and biographies nowadays. Looking at my current book translation portfolio, and I'll leave a link here on the episode's description if you want to check it out, I've translated more non-fiction than fiction from Portuguese to English, which is the language pair I work with the most when it comes to book translations. Okay, among currently published titles, it's only 11 versus 10, but there are two more that are ready and awaiting publication, but it's still indicative of what I seem attracted to, or the kind of material that ends up finding me. As a translator, I enjoy non books because of the research involved in the process. I'm still a journalist at heart, remember? It's much easier to work on this kind of material when you can read about the same subject and tap into the language structures that already exist in your target language about that very same thing. For example, when translating books about business, it's easy to read business-related articles or excerpts of books written originally in English and approach my Portuguese to English translation that way. The most challenging part, though, is when a Brazilian author quotes a book that was originally written in English, but that quote will be in Portuguese, of course, since the Brazilian author is writing in Portuguese for a Portuguese-speaking audience. I usually have to resort to Google Books and Amazon to find the original book in English and do a search for keywords so I can find that exact quote and copy it instead of back-translating it from Portuguese to English and maybe getting something wrong. Sometimes, when the book is too old or hasn't been made available electronically, so I'm unable to click the Look Inside button and hope the page I'm looking for has been scanned for preview, I have to go the analog route. Luckily, I have a friend who works in a large university library here in San Diego. Shout-out to Jason! So there was this one time when I had to send him the name of a few books and their respective authors, the approximate page number based on the page number the Brazilian author had indicated in the footnotes or endnotes, and then my back translation so that my friend could look up those books and send me a picture with the original quote in English that I could add to my translation. It is hard investigative work but it's rewarding, nevertheless. The interesting thing is that the nonfiction book I had the easiest time researching, considering the wealth of information available out there, was also the hardest one that I had to translate so far. I'll tell you more about it right after this. Before we continue, I wanted to tell you a bit about Video Converter Pro. It comes in handy when I receive video files from a client who needs subtitling services. Sometimes they may send me a video in an odd format, so I can convert it to mp4 and load it into my subtitle software to get things going. And because I'm always creating content for my YouTube channel, I can use it to edit video clips too. It's also a lifesaver when clients send me video files and ask for transcription into a Word document. I can extract the audio from the video, load it into my transcription software, and I can get to work. If you'd like to give Video Converter Pro a try, go to this webpage, bit.ly slash tc-vc. It's easy to remember. TC for Translation Professional and VC for Video Converter. Once again, the webpage is bit.ly slash tc-vc. Hope you like it. To this day, the most challenging and yet the most important nonfiction book I've translated so far was Holocaust Memoirs of a Bergen Belsen Survivor by Nanette Blitz-Konig. I was contacted by an agency in Brazil, sent a translation sample, and was selected by the author's team, which involved not only the author herself, but her husband, the Dutch publisher and a Brazilian journalist who helped bring the original book in Portuguese to life. Nanette's story deeply moved me. Even though I've been familiar with Holocaust stories from an early age, I was probably one of the only 15-year-olds eagerly awaiting Schindler's List to premiere on cable, it is a completely different experience when you not only come in contact with a powerful survivor's account such as hers but have to find the words to do someone's story justice in your translation. Nanette was born in Amsterdam and narrates the events that took place in World War II from the beginning of school segregation, when she became Anne Frank's classmate in an all-Jewish school, to being taken to Bergen-Belsen with her family, seeing Anne for the very last time, all the way to when the British liberated the concentration camp towards the end of the war. She then talked about her life after the war, moving to England to live with her aunt, meeting her husband, and moving to Brazil when it was still hard for Jewish people to immigrate freely. Nanette also talks about the importance of sharing her story, and the story of so many survivors who are so among us, especially now, when younger generations see World War II as something so far away. It may not identify the signs of history repeating itself to do something to prevent events such as the Holocaust from ever happening again anywhere else in the world. I read excerpts of books by other survivors, revisited some Holocaust movies I had watched when I was younger, actually found one about the British arriving in Bergen-Belsen, and even contacted the author of Liberating Bergen-Belsen, who is the son of the British soldier who helped Nanette once survivors were released from the concentration camp, and who was instrumental in having her move to England to be reunited with her aunt. I also got some feedback from Nanette's husband, who is himself a native English speaker. It is a difficult read, but an illuminating one. Despite having so many sources of information available, not only about World War II in general, but about Bergen-Belsen in particular, it was still hard to take a step back and do my job as a translator without being emotionally involved with the story. But it feels good to know that it's now available to a larger audience, and Annette's memoirs will live forever in each one of us who read her book, whether in the original Portuguese, in the Dutch translation, Or in the English version. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Send me an email at rlombardino at wordawareness.com or leave a voice message on my anchor page. If I get enough feedback and voice messages, I can go back to the subject and post a special podcast episode with everyone's opinion on this very same theme. By the way, my anchor page is anchor, .fm/translation-confessional I look forward to hearing from you Stay tuned for weekly episodes and subscribe to Translation Confessional through your favorite podcast app